Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Contact the best authorities. Check on anything that seems to be extraordinary, no matter what it is. When you see something that's frightening, it looms large in the consciousness. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition. The Boogie Monster, podcasting the unknown. Big Beef Sauce Daddy. You know it, buddy. Big Beefy Sauce Daddy, at your service. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why the at your service you part, really. like. <laughs> this is the weirdest door-to-door salesman I've ever met. I don't know what he sells. He's just him in an apron. He didn't have anything with him. But he offered his services. Oh, man. <laughs> he's a chef or an assassin. It's hard to tell. He was kind of vague. I don't know. Oh, it's like some sort of sexual oh. assassin, I think. Uh, I had to. I, I had to eat something. I had an old fashioned cup of noodles. So I had to delay. I was, oh yeah. Yeah, I was kind of dragging ass today. Well, did you uh, did you automatically become poor overnight? What happened? I love a cup of noodle. <laughs> What's wrong with a cup of noodle? Oh, oh I just it, it's fine. I just have. I, I've got PTSD from my really broke days of eating cup of soup and the bullshit ramen, the uh, quarter ramen. I love Ooh. it. I love it. You could church Ooh. it up real nice. This was I saw it at the store. It's Tapatio ramen, uh, cup of noodle. So extra mm. spicy Tapatio ramen noodle. It sounds like <laughs> bullshit I yeah. would make and by myself. I would combine it, and you'd be disgusted. But the yeah. the manufacturer did it for me. Hey, you're trash. You want this soup? How about some hot sauce in it? You got, you nailed me. You got me. Tapatio cup of noodle. Sold. Yeah. Ramen with Mexican hot sauce in it? Up my alley. Here's my alley. Get up it, cup of noodle. All that, all that stuff. Just there's just so much uh, MSG and just artificial bullshit. It just. No, I got all the salt I can handle for the next three weeks. Mm. I'm salt. I'm salted up. I'm like a piece of cured ham right now. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm, ha- I'm handled I'm handled on that end <laughs> Oh god Well that's good, good for you buddy Yeah man, what's uh, what's going on with yourself? <laughs> good for you and your cup of noodles Good for you oh. And your dried out, your jerkied Your jerkied insides <laughs> That shit is, oh man No, you know, I don't mean to insult poor people And hey, you, you know, if you are poor You eat what you gotta eat to get by I get that, but uh Oh boy, I just have nightmares about all that bullshit. Well, it started because at the beginning of pandemic, I bought like the wrong type of survival food. So I got all this ramen and cup of noodles from like eBay or something, and I'm working through it now. So I got cases of it. I'm telling yeah. like I like I spent probably fourteen dollars. So you could imagine how much cup of noodle <laughs> I got for that much money. Yeah. Couple gross there. There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got a pallet. I got a pallet. It was easy. you could pick it up with your with two hands. Pallet a cup of noodles. Yeah, I'm still working through all my uh, quarantine supplies. I, I still got beans and rice that I bought 14 months ago. <laughs> did, you, so. did you get like the the pillowcase full of it? 
Oh yeah, yeah. I bought. Uh, I went. I went nuts back when all that broke. You know, just I bought into the panic, into the hype. You know, like yeah. What if there's no more food? All right. Well, <laughs> at least I have thirty <laughs> pounds of rice. Excuse to stock up on food. Mm-hmm. Did you go to like uh, like the Mexican grocery store and get the big bags of stuff? No, no. I just uh, I just bought a bunch of the five. I bought seriously. I bought like four or five pounds or four or five bags of five pound rice. So I, at one time I had 25, 30 pounds of rice in the house, you know, just in case. And, rice is a good uh, A bunch staple, of dried though. beans. Yeah, beans and rice, man. That got, uh, you know, the one-pound bags of black beans and kidney beans, all that shit. But, yeah, I got an entire cabinet uh, dedicated to nothing but rice and beans and canned goods. So I've been working my way through it. I, I agree with that. I, I agree with that mindset. I can't fault you. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so I had that. So I'm going to be drinking a lot of water through the show. My apologies to everybody. Okay. I'm going to drink some yeah. right now. It's good for you. Good and good for mm-hmm. you. Get you get you some of that water, buddy. Speaking of food, dude, I uh, broke out the smoker the other day. And uh, I know this has been done somewhere, but I don't see it much. But uh, I think I've, I've done this before, and I think I've spoke about it. Uh, but just to kind of reiterate, mm-hmm. uh Smoking a smoking a pork shoulder, the classic style, you know, just smoking it, but using Mexican spices instead of the classic, uh, you know, barbecue rub, you know, the salt, pepper, garlic powder, okay. that kind of stuff. Uh, going heavy on the tahine, classico seasoning. Yeah, that's uh, what's on the rims of the micheladas. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what yeah, they... I love that. That shit's good. Yeah, huh? I don't know how they get the essence of like. Dried powdered lime. I don't know how you powder a lime. Ancient Mexican secret. Mm-hmm. So a lot of tahini, heavy on the tahini, a uh, little bit of uh, cumin, a little bit of chili powder, a little salt and pepper, and boom. Smoke that sucker for nine hours, uh, about a four-pound shoulder, nice and fatty, had some good bark to it with all that Mexican spice. Oh, boy. What did you do? Like it shred it afterwards? What did you do with it? Yeah, like pulled pork tacos. Yeah, basically smoked carnitas, basically. Dave, don't take offense to this. Have you ever Uh, run out of patience while you're making food and just ate it before it was done? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you said nine hours. I'm like, God damn, man. Like, I have no patience with anything in the world. No, you know, that's... At around six hours, I'll be like, "Ah, nah, we can take a bite. Now... To answer your question, no. But what I the re, the way I get around that is you have to you know eat a meal while you're. That's a weird thing. Like nine hours, so I started and then I ate lunch, you know, and that that held me over till this was finished. But like it is weird to eat a um, an inferior meal while you're smoking. I was gonna say, what'd you make? Do you intend do you intentionally make a less than stellar lunch? So that the yeah. dinner is going to be great. Like you throw yourself under the bus for lunch. So the food, the dinner tastes even better. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of that. I think subconsciously. I don't, you know, it's not a, uh, it's not a purpose thing, but uh, I think subconsciously I'm, I make it. I think I may do like a shitty little sandwich or something, you know, but just something to tie me over. But cup it, of I, every time I'm That's doing where your that, your cup of noodles yeah, right. come in to help you out. <laughs> but every time I'm doing that, I think like, oh man, this is weird that I'm preparing a. Crappy meal while I'm also preparing a wonderful <laughs> meal. That's what I'm saying. I would just be like, ah, I'm just going to have some of this now. Yeah. That's not how it, nah, food I mean, works, but that's how I would do it. And I yeah. would have food poisoning. So, get a E. coli. Yeah. 
But, uh, oh boy, yeah, real real home run with that. And then a couple days uh, earlier, I made a uh, little uh, cast iron skillet catfish and grits. Oh boy. Oh, I think uh, I saw a picture of that. Did, I, did you put a picture of that? Back up? on my bullshit this week. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, dude. That's one of the most underrated meals. Just a good catfish fillet. I know a lot of people, especially outside of the South, don't care or know much about catfish, but man, it's a, it's quite a treat, buddy. I did find I had some and I was like, oh, yeah, what have, I've been sleeping on this. Mm hmm. Yeah, especially you throw a little Cajun seasoning on there, blacken it, you know, get it real, mm-hmm. real hot in the pan. Oh, boy. Damn, little grits. It. I think I got to have fish dinner tonight. I mm. came home last night. I had a show last night. <clears throat> got into the pops. Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah. Was uh, was was in it. Was in it last night. It happens. <laughs> came home being a maniac. I gotta stop falling down. You've been falling down. I've like slid out of a chair. <laughs> I just didn't put enough mm. effort into getting up. Kind of hmm. slid out of the chair, but also not mm. just drunk, but like. <laughs> You ever just get like like you like lazy is an attitude or whatever, but just physically lazy, like you don't put the effort into staying upright as much as you were supposed to. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes, I know what you mean. You know, like you just all of a sudden you just kind of t- like take a shoulder into a wall. You're like, I don't know what I just I, I didn't I underestimated how much energy I would need to walk down this hallway. <laughs> and I kind of just took a dip, you know. And just that you're not weak or anything. You're just like, oh, I didn't a lot. I didn't put enough power into balance. I just I took it for granted. I took balance for granted. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of I'm a little ashamed of myself. Hey, what are you gonna do? I was getting, I was getting at it, man. I just, I'd been excited to be out, be out doing shows, be out seeing people. Yeah, it's out riding bikes, man. Look at you. Look at you. Knock, Back to knock, it, knock on wood. Feeling good. Getting ready to go on this tour in a few days, man. Oh yeah. When do you leave? Uh, I'll pro- sometime over the weekend. So I'm gonna be. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be uh, broadcasting with you from the road. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna be out in the world, man. Starting, That's start, exciting, starting man. up. Yeah, I start. I gotta get down to L.A. and then leave from there on the first. So next Tuesday. And then I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna try and hook up shows in Flagstaff. If anybody knows any Flagstaff, Arizona on the second, and then Marfa, Texas, on the fourth. Are, uh, some Ooh, Marfa! I'm gonna see ch- those Marfa lights. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look for mm-hmm. them lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I'm gonna try and get those, and then I'm gonna be hanging around in Austin for a bit. Not I'm just doing spots. I got a proper show okay. there towards the end of the year, so I'm kind of just. I'm just going to be bopping around old Austin, Texas, trying to do some bike rides, trying to see some friends, and then uh, be up in Arkansas. I mean, the dates are up there. Everybody knows. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. Things are back, sort of. Any, any, uh, any interest or temptation to break an edge while you're in Austin? Because that'd be the place to do nah, it. Nah, especially no. on the road where it's so easy. Yeah. To do, I, 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 you know what? That's what I'm saying right now, that I'm not going to mm-hmm. do it, but we'll see. But also, I mean, like, I like barbecue well enough, but I don't know if that'd be the thing I'd break edge for. I think, like, a ham steak. Really? I think a ham steak would get me. <laughs> I love a ham steak, uh, you, you know. 
You're such a 58-year-old detective. I'll have a, bo- a bone-in <laughs> ham steak. Give me a sliced tomato. Cup, black coffee. Cup of black coffee. <laughs> slightly above room temperature. We're going to solve it. We're going to crack the case. <laughs> Who doesn't like a ham steak? You already like uh, ham. How about a big old piece No, I it? know. It's just a weird thing to, to uh, like. No, I wouldn't eat the world's greatest barbecue, but I might eat a ham steak. Well, that barbecue's like it's good to me. I don't, I don't romance. Well, okay, I don't romance food in general. You know, you know this. That's not a secret, but I don't. Yeah, I don't have that attraction. It's kind of like I need to eat to live, and I forget. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday, I had one meal yesterday. Well, that's what we did yesterday. We went out and went out for breakfast. Haven't done that in God knows how long. Really, and. That's what happened. I had a, what did I have? Hawaiian bread, French toast. And you, can, Ooh, I'm 44. Okay. I cannot have a child's breakfast anymore. <laughs> so I got like the heroin nods by three o'clock. <laughs> like I'm saying, maybe these people aren't junkies. Maybe they're adults that tried to eat kids' breakfasts. And then the sugar crash after the unlimited cups of coffee and... The sugar crash. I was done for by the afternoon. Some people can't handle their shit, man. It's like we were just just sitting there, just like basically sitting in a hot tub of syrup, <laughs> loving it. Just so excited to be out having at a pancake house. Way to go! Yeah, Rachel had some pancakes. I had some French toast. I got a couple eggs on the side because you got to have the protein, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's what how do you yeah. get your eggs? I did over medium. Okay, I just like that's to I just like, like to make it difficult for the chef. Oh, the the kind that's mm-hmm. in the middle that's hard to figure out. So over easy. <laughs> what you mean is over easy, and you'll be disappointed. That's what you're getting. <laughs> yeah, it's a real small window there for over medium. Yeah, got to get it just right. Well, that's good, buddy. It's good to hear that you're out there eating French toast, I lo- having a good time. Yeah, man. Well, okay, so that's what I said. I don't, ro- like, food is like, oh, I got to have it. Mm-hmm. So I had that yesterday, and then that's it. Then I forgot to eat. Mm-hmm. And I came home at whatever time, midnight, and Rachel had kindly ordered me some Thai food, and I tried to eat it cold, and it was not uh, appealing. And then I, yeah, uh, you can't eat that that's cold. it. I too, so I forgot, like, like, I just don't eat, you know? It's not good. You've gone on record as, was it you that went on record as saying if it were uh, available, you'd just have a food pill instead of eating meals? I heard a a friend say that years ago, and I was like, how could you? And I was like, all this great food. And I think I lived long enough that now I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of over the food phase of life. Okay. Oh, you're over the food phase. Like if there was a pill, I'd be like, yeah, I'd do that pill. And then then food would be like a treat. I don't understand that. That's like saying, hey, I'd love to impregnate my wife, but I don't want to have sex. Ugh. I don't, well. Gross. All right, I don't think it's like that at all. <laughs> I do, because it's, it's, it serves a purpose, but it's also fun. The, you know, the act itself is a good time. I mean, you need the end result. We need nourishment. I get that, but. Oh man, I would never just take a pill. I don't. Food is uh, one of the life's greatest joys. I didn't. It's my. Says, it's my fault. Says the morbidly obese man. <laughs> You're not morbid yet. A <laughs> uh, doctor would say I should be dead already. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the range before they. Ca- also, what's isn't there those like obese and it goes right into morbid? Like, in, there's got to be something between like 
pretty fat. You know, like it's got to be morbid, such a, a rough term. It's like, yeah, how about, yeah, halfway, but chunky monkey or something. Yeah, something, yeah, something so, like better watch it. Fun. You're about to be morbidly obese. That's what go back to the fat skeleton theory. <laughs> ever see a fat skeleton? Morbid and obese at the same time. That's morbidly obese. <laughs> a fat skeleton. Oh man. Um, I th- uh, so anyway, so I I there are certain foods that I like, and I'm like, oh, I'm enjoying this meal. But like today, I was just like, oh shit, I gotta eat. All right, uh, give me a cup of noodles. Okay, I didn't care, you know. Just put it in my mouth. Let's go. I got stuff to do. <laughs> If I could have had a pill instead of make it like, oh, cup of noodles, it's so quick, except it's not quick because then you put the hot water in it and then you got to sit there for 10 minutes while it cools down. That's hmm. how they tricked you. Yeah. That's how they get you, buddy. That's why, I don't, that's why I don't drink coffee. I don't have time. Coffee gets me going, though. I get, I get results from the coffee. Yeah. I don't have time to sit there and blow on it, though. Every fucking coffee I've ever had, it's taken me 10 minutes Blowing on it before I can sip on it without burning myself. You just put a lot of work. You guys pour it and then don't worry about it. Pour it and then move mm-hmm. move on for a few minutes. Okay. Put it in Maybe a chilled mug. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Or, well, there, we are upsetting so many people <laughs> like with this conversation right now. We're upsetting food lovers and coffee mm-hmm. lovers. <laughs> you know, I like to take a nice yeah. hot coffee, put it in a chilled mug right out of the freezer. <laughs> And then I sprinkle some of the grounds on top of it. Just, uh, you know, I like I like the grounds. I like getting the grounds in my teeth. Keep them there for the rest of the day. Look like I got into chew. <laughs> oh, man. That's the thing. Uh, with Speaking of uh, Austin and barbecue, uh, I've, I've seen some Texas-style barbecue brisket uh, use coffee grinds as part of the rub. I've heard of that. Get, a little, get that little umami going on there. I was going to ask, there was a place that offered barbecue tofu. Does that disgust you entirely? Or is it like, oh, it is kind of like a spongy material that would absorb the flavors of like the smoke and all all that thing? Like, I, I, like I know it's not traditional, but does it like really make your skin yeah. crawl? No, I mean, I, I've eaten my fair share of tofu. It just, it never was great. I, I tried real hard to make it edible. Uh, the closest I ever got to it being good was... Uh, Chopping it up in little strips and then frying it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fry the tofu. No, that's um, I eat. Yeah, I eat the fried then, tofu, sure. And then toss it in buffalo wing sauce. So that's uh, that was my go-to. But yeah, I, I think I think the tofu. I think you could get that smoky flavor in there. Obviously, I think my issue with tofu has always been texture. It's never uh, you know unless you fry it, mm-hmm. and, and then it becomes a little too chewy. But just that weird. Spongy texture is just always a bit off-putting. Yeah, but do what you got to do. Bean curd. That's true. Yeah, I was because we're going. We're gonna go to some barbecue place, and I was like, all right, look, look at the sides. And I still do. I still look at like I'll smell like a steak or something. Be like, I know that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ain't no substitution. Mm-hmm. And then I just I, no. I feel bad. I, I'm feeling bad for the critters, I man. You, buddy. I'm feeling bad. No, for the I critters. get it. I totally get it. I commend you, man. How long has it been now? So, uh, several years since you've yeah, I, committed yeah, I, to this Yeah, I have lifestyle. a bite here and there. Once in a while, I, I'll mm-hmm. have a bite of something. But as far as full time, mm-hmm. mm, probably about two years, I think. Yeah? It feels like it's longer than that. Maybe, maybe a little over two years. 
Well, you, you're doing good work, buddy. We're all proud of well, you. You know, I had, my, I had my Howlin' Rays when I was back in L.A. last summer. Mm-hmm. You know, man, we're just all trying to do our parts. All trying to do our I bullshit. But uh, anyway, this is a boogie monster with Kyle and Dave, if you uh, haven't noticed. Oh, yeah. If you haven't noticed. Hey, I'm Dave. That's Dave. I'm mm-hmm. Kyle. And mm-hmm. this is the podcast that uh, is going to disappoint you. It's kind of, listen, we're not going to talk about the stuff you want us to talk about. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what I'm saying. Speaking of disappointment, I, uh, I snubbed my six-year-old neighbor yesterday. Just told him no. What, what What's the context here? Well, the kids are always, first of all, they're, they're sweet kids. There's a, there's a four-year-old and a six-year-old. They live upstairs, just the two of them. Uh, they got a trust fund. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a real, it's a real big situation with them going on. Yeah, yeah. No parents, just the two, two brothers live upstairs. And, um, man, they're always, we have a lot of windows here, and they're always, they have to walk by our windows to get to the back where they play. And they're just always, uh, you know, hello. And like, hey, hello. Just standing at the window at all hours of the day. Just hello. Yeah. So anyway, I ignore them most of the time when they do that. Uh, anyway, yesterday I went out to, to take the trash out, and they're in the back. Just the two of them. I didn't see the parents around. I don't know where they were. But just just two little kids. And the, one, the oldest one, the six-year-old's like, you want to play bobbles? And uh, usually I have an excuse locked and loaded, but I just mm. said no. <laughs> just kept walking. It's... And he had the weirdest look on his face, like like he'd never been told no without an explanation before. Just no. End of story. And I just kept walking. There, and I mean, I was polite. Hey, guys, how's it going? You know, I gave him a little greeting at first. And then he's like, you want to play bobbles? It's like, no. Man, there's, <laughs> it just kept moving. There's lessons that got to be learned sometimes. Yeah, yeah. That was well. It's like, first of all, I don't want to. I have no desire. And second of all, even if I did, you know, the optics behind that doesn't look good. I, I'm not the kind of I don't have the physical appearance that uh, goes well with just playing with small children unattended. Uh, <laughs> not to not to bite your old joke, but it's similar. Of just like it just wouldn't look good. No, like, it's good to have that awareness. To- <laughs> it's smart to have that awareness. <laughs> Like, no, I'm just going to sit back here and play with you two idiots when there's no other adults around? No. Uh, but fortunately, I have zero desire to do that anyway, so I, I just gave him a nice, uh, not stern, but but just just solid no. You know, it wasn't mean, just not today, bud. And I kept moving. I don't think you're incorrect. And, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, that's what I want to do. That's I was just between watching baseball and getting high. I'd love to take a break and play bubbles with some little kids I barely hey know. Hey, kid, what the fuck makes you think I want to play goddamn bubbles with you? Don't you get the fuck out of my face, kid. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face. (laughs) (laughs) Take those bubbles, cram them up your ass. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus, Dave. (laughs) Is that necessary? Yeah, it was. I need to send a clear message. Gotta set the tone, baby. Yeah, yeah, sure did. 
And then one day you're going to oh, be like, oh, man. man, I really wish I was, could play with some bubbles, <laughs> but I told that kid off who invited me. Another thing I enjoy doing is I love speaking to children as if they're adults. Like, I don't hand it up. I don't put anything on it. Just, how's it going? Honestly, How are you today? I, I think kids like that, though. Kids that like, like feeling like they're treated like adults. Take it from me, someone who avoids children at all costs. <laughs> Let me tell you what kids are uh, like. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, just not interested, bud. And that's my theory. Um, we've talked about this on Stonebergs. I don't know if I've talked about it here, mm. but my theory with neighbors in general, I'm here for small talks or emergencies. Nothing in between. <laughs> I like that you introduced yourself that way, but it was Dave, lived down the hall, small talks or emergencies, Uh I'm your guy. Anything else, get fucked. No, no. We could talk about the weather, or I could help put your burning house uh, out, but uh, I'm not going to do anything in between. not going to play bubbles with your kids. I got stuff to do. I like how you just got a clear line in the sand. There's no no mincing Mm -hmm. around with old Dave Stone. You know what you're getting. No. No, I'm I'm here to help. You know, I'm a, I'm a good. I feel like I'm a good neighbor. I'm friendly. I'm dependable. But uh, all, the boy, no, all the Cub Scout no. accolades, attributes. I'm not, a, I'm not your. I'm not a babysitter. I feel like the. I feel like the parents do that on purpose sometimes. Like they'll they'll let the kids play in the driveway that is right where all our windows are, and just like, hey, go see if Dave or Katie wants to do something with you, and. Newsflash, they do not. Neither, <laughs> neither one of us. It's the reason we don't have our own kids. Not not um, a fan. Honestly, but a man, like I can only imagine what it's like having like, all right, you're a parent. You're glad you had kids, sure. But then when summer breaks it hits and like that's why it's no, go to summer camp, go to Bible. It's like your kids just yeah. home all the time. You're like, oh God, this is horrible. And then yeah. think about pandemic. Oh, shit. I know somebody. They were like, oh, the kids want to do, you want to jump on Facebook Live or whatever with the kids? Like, no. No. Not at all. <laughs> Why would I want to do that? Not in the least. That is, uh, and it was clearly, it was a, uh, we do not know how to deal with this shit right now, now that they're home mm-hmm. all the time. It was very clearly, like, that was the, the situation of, like, we yeah. got to. We got to eat up some time with these little fuckers. I'm like, yeah, you do. Good luck. I can't even imagine. I I just can't even. Um, I, and I know, I know this doesn't reflect well on me, but I'm just way too selfish. I just couldn't imagine being devoting that much of my time to. Well, I know this makes me sound awful. Devoting that much time to someone else, but no, just. But I, it just seems like such a commitment. I mean, you know, shit. I get that, but like, but ugh. that's why I refuse to call it selfish. It's selfish if you have kids and then don't do the right thing. True. But if True. you know that you mm-hmm. don't want to have kids and you don't have kids and you have that time yourself, that's not selfish. That's knowing what you want in the world. Yeah, I guess so. So I, I yeah, I don't. <laughs> I would not. I, I don't like it when people, I'm too selfish to have kids. No, you know what you want out of this world, and you're handling it the right mm-hmm. way. <clears throat> so, at least that's what I tell myself, because I, I gotta go get the snippy snip. Oh, are you gonna do that? I keep I keep saying I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. 
It's just like a, oh, I would totally do it. Other than I'm just too lazy to make the appointment. But like, I would have zero. I have zero regrets or concerns if I were to do it. Yeah, I mean, they could flip it. You know, if it turns out you're the last person on earth, and then Dave, <laughs> Dave, we need you to <laughs> need you and, Was your, there you and ever? your fat skeleton to impregnate <laughs> all these women. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, ladies, I'm the only one left. <laughs> Just be still. This will be hey, over in a minute. Who your ass over here? Come on. Have you? Have was there ever a time where you thought maybe I want to be a dad? Nope. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Can't answer that quick enough. Nope. Nope. Yeah, I've I've never. Now there were times where maybe I wasn't as uh, adamant about. You know, not having kids as I am now, but I can't ever remember a time where I'm like, I can't wait to be a dad. It's just I don't have it in me. Yeah, it's not interesting. I, I, and uh, you know, yeah, I'm not shitting on people who are. You know, hey, do, you know, do your thing, whatever makes you happy. <clears throat> that just never in my life was that part of the plan. It's it's less about <clears throat> I don't want kids and more about. There's nothing lacking in my life. Like, there's no part of me mm-hmm. feeling like, oh, I'm missing something. Yeah. <clears throat> like, I I love my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm having a lot of fun. I'm very fortunate that I got to do the thing I wanted to do. And I think part of that is because guess what? I didn't think that, like, well, by the time you're 30, you're supposed to be married and have kids. Like, nah, I'm going to go chase these dreams. And it might mm-hmm. look silly to the people who are settling down that age where I'm still, you know, like, oh, you still got roommates when you're this age or you're still renting, you're still not doing like, yeah, I'm still chasing those dreams because tell me about your job. Do you like it? No, but you got to do it forever. Okay. That's what scared me the most. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I put all my effort into, you know, some people they go, they go west to Las Vegas to gamble. I just went a little further to Los Angeles, and I gambled with my life there you <laughs> and go. my my future. That's what I gambled with, and I'm very <laughs> lucky that it worked out. And I want to keep it that way, and like to know, like, oh, every choice now, like, will affect a child or how you know financially. I have to worry about a child. Like, nah, man, I don't. The fact yeah, that that's I, the other thing. Yeah, the fact that I go just, to finances instead of like, oh, but the heartwarming reward of looking at your child and like, yeah, that I, I skipped that part. I don't have that at all. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fucking money. But yet, <clears throat> yeah, the concept of like not even the, how time consuming or money consuming it is, but just I'm expected to mold and guide this young life and this young brain. Ugh. Like, I, I barely got my own shit figured out. I, I don't. I'm still working on myself. I couldn't imagine just some of my, and I know this is a premise that's been done to death, but just some of my stupid decisions and behavior are going to psychologically affect another human being. Oh, no, I, I don't want that pressure. Yeah, well, that's why it's like, the, let me let me uncle it up. Let me be fun dude who comes in, not responsible for the moral guidance, mm-hmm. just here to party a little bit. Teach your kids some dirty words, and then I, and then I'll leave. That's that's what I want to do. That's the thing I want to do. Oh man, we got it all figured out, Kyle. I'm, I'm I'm fairly certain we do. 
doing pretty I'm well. Fairly certain we do have it all figured out. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <clears throat> Should we get into a topic? Oh, shit, man. It's only been a half hour. This is a record. Mm-hmm. This is a record for yeah. us. Being efficient today. <clears throat> Let's talk about... Uh, sorry, I got uh, got a bit of the GERD going today. I, I know that life, <clears throat> <Sorry>. dog. <laughs> I got Let's back. talk about the Havana Syndrome. You ever heard of this Havana Syndrome? Oh, when you fall for a spicy Cuban lady. <laughs> Turns out she's a Russian spy and she's just using you. I know it well, Dave. I know oh. it well. You eat too much rope of vieja. Oh, old, old rope? Yeah, Is that, that what that stands that, for? Old rope? Get that, get that Havana syndrome stinking up the bathroom. Um, Chomping on that old rope. Over the past five years, an alarming number of American diplomats. Also, some troops, some uh, intelligent officers, they've been suddenly stricken with a mysterious illness. These uh, symptoms vary, but they range from uh, headaches to ringing in the ears, as well as uh, loss of hearing, memory loss, balance loss, vertigo. Uh, Hmm. Some victims have even suffered from long-term brain damage, and they think it's all due to this thing called the uh, Havana Syndrome, which is basically... um, a energy weapon or a microwave weapon, like uh, a targeted, directed energy weapon, like getting zapped with actual, not microwave ovens, but actual microwaves. Um, Yeah, this has been happening a lot. It's, uh, it happened recently in uh, DC, not far from the White House, two separate uh, incidents where one, this uh, White House staffer just off duty, uh, out in the suburbs of Virginia, walking her dog, boom, she got zapped. Uh, just, just people, a couple of these uh, uh, diplomats. It all started uh, back in 2016 in uh, Havana, Cuba, when some American diplomats just immediately fell ill with all those symptoms. And uh, they think the Russians might be involved, but basically it's just this weird new weapon where people are getting... Literally, I don't know how to describe it other than getting zapped with direct microwaves, and it's uh, fucking up their brain. It's fucking up, you know, everything I just described there with the symptoms. And uh, it's been going on several different cases over the last five or six years, and uh, scary. Now, weird. Wasn't I thought they explained that the Cuban stuff with like there oh, was something scientifically. I'm going to, let me, let me look it up. I, you know, let me do my research. That first case was 2016 in Havana. Um, no. According to the State Department, 21 employees of the U.S. Embassy there reported uh, similar symptoms, all like in the same day. Yeah. And they, see, they, they thought it was a secret thing. And then they went back to saying it was, it was not like a sinister motive. But now they're going back and saying it was something sketchy. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's the rumor is that uh, this was intentional and deliberate. All right, so now targeted uh, these ex- targeted at these specific people. Really? 
And I don't, I don't understand all the science behind it, but it was explained to me uh, pretty basically. Just, however, a microwave oven works. You know, you get the coils and the microwaves uh, inside the microwave oven. You got all those microwaves just bouncing around. Therefore, they heat your food. Uh-huh. But with this technique, they've they've kind of. Uh, Harness the similar technology. They're just bouncing around. Therefore, they hit your food. You know, simple A to B science right there. (laughs) But with this this weapon, they've taken similar technology. Instead of it bouncing around inside of a a box, they've they've streamlined Mm -hmm. it, and they they target it directly at uh, a subject. Uh, according to the Indian Express newspaper, it says people exposed to high intensity microwave pulses have reported a clicking or buzzing sound as if seeming to be coming from within your head. Damn. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Have Do you experience this? And I'm not saying I'm uh, the target <laughs> of a global microwave weapon. <laughs> They're on but, those uh, days. About, <laughs> but literally about once a month, I, this has been happening for 10, 15 years, about once a month, I'll just be doing something, doing whatever, and I have like a full body, sh- like electrocution for like a split second, just a just like the, like from my toes to my nose, just the whole body, like, yikes, what was that? Well, uh, and uh, I, I don't know, I've never understood what's causing that. Okay. Um, and I understand we can shock ourselves, you know, the old trick we used to do in school where you... You shuffle your feet on the carpet and then touch oh, a yeah, door yeah. handle or whatever. I mean, that's you know, not, that's I, I not what you're talking about. Yeah, you're not talking about static. No, because yeah, it it happens when I'm not touching anything. Yeah, it just I'll just be sitting there and just like a whole. Now there's not a buzzing noise. I'm adding that for comedic effect, but but literally it, it does feel like I'm I'm being <laughs> electrocuted. <laughs> Good one, Dave. <laughs> I think, uh, well, all right, I, I, uh, huh, that, I, I, I mean, I would just think it's like, oh, you know, your, your synapses, not everything. Mm-hmm. Once in a while, the wires might get crossed for lack of a uh, more uh, technical term, but, uh, yeah, you, know, you get like a muscle spasm or like, you know, you get a, mm-hmm. a cramp out of nowhere. I, I don't know about electrocution feeling like sensation, but it's like a full body thing. Like a now, shiver, I've had muscle like you get spasms. like a shiver. Yeah, kind of, but it's it's more it's more intense than a shiver. I get the pee shivers. That happens sometimes. You know, you're taking a piss and just move. Yeah, I would, the, yeah, I would like the, to know what the science is in that. Is that like the <clears throat> trying and, and very serious? Like it's like the urine now moving from your bladder through a part of your body is like making it cold or so. I, I don't know. Pee's always yeah, pretty hot. I never understood that. But this is different than that. It's it's more intense and it's more it's quicker. It's literally like a quarter second, just full body charge pulsing through. And uh, yeah, I just I don't think it's Russia. That up for, sh- yeah, I don't think it's yeah. Russia. <laughs> <laughs> but man, this weapon sounds terrible. Like some of these people are suffering years later. This one dude who worked for the CIA. Yeah, he got so fucked up, he had to retire early. He was vomiting all the time, crazy migraines, crazy vertigo. Like, this just sounds awful. And I was thinking about it. All right, suppose this is a weapon. This is a thing that China or Russia or somebody's figured out how to utilize. Mm-hmm. What an odd, like, like I get 
this sounds weird, but like, why not? If you're going to target somebody in a global scheme here to kind of take out government operatives, like, it just seems weird to design a weapon that's not fatal. Like, I would almost rather, like, well, like, what's the point? If you just, ah, we're going to, we're going to make our enemy sick, you know? Like, it's just weird that something of this scale. Well, because that, I you mean, think they would just take that other step and just kill whomever they're targeting. Well, maybe it's a, a little let you know, like, oh, you've been feeling uh, kind of weird, huh? Well, that was us, and we can do it on a large scale. Like, yeah. Okay. You know, it's more manipulation and fear and you know, psychologically. Mm-hmm. Messing with people can be, you know, way more effective. Like, say you got a building full of your enemies all working at your enemy headquarters there. You could blow up the building, and boy, okay, that's a war. We're under attack. We got to retaliate. You just give them all a bunch of uh, real bad diarrhea for a few weeks. <laughs> now they don't know what's going on. They don't even know it's an attack. They're looking like, oh, we got food. Was it the cup of noodles mm-hmm. we all eat? What is it? You know, you mess with them that way. You know what? What are they yeah. call, I don't know, like passive warfare or something? Like, I mean, psychological warfare is a real thing. Hmm. So I think that's yeah. that's why. <clears throat> yeah, I guess so. But man, this this would suck. Like, especially if it's like some of these cases are reporting where apparently it hasn't let up. Like this one guy who retired from the CIA, he's he's been sick for three or four years, and he says it's constant. He just always has a migraine. Like that's, yeah, I guess the psychology behind that, like uh, eventually after enough time, like that would just drive someone insane. If just every day you had terrible, yeah. you had vertigo and migraines every day. That's just, this is how your life is. Yeah, now. well, I, I mean, also in terms of, I wonder how that works in terms of not the ethics of warfare, but like, was it chemical weapons or, I don't I, you know, whatever the Geneva Convention is that, uh, mm-hmm. convent. let's, let's learn some stuff right now. <clears throat> let's learn some stuff. Sure. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Geneva Convention. Uh, what are war crimes? Like, cause I don't think you can use chemical weapons. Like, the fact that there's rules are. Yeah. I always found that odd that there's a playbook, a rule book. War crimes are, uh, willful killing, torture or inhumane treatment, including biological experiments, willfully causing great suffering or serious injury to body or health, extensive destruction or appropriation of property, not justified by military necessity and carried out unlawfully. A lot of this does not make uh, any sense. That there's rules to war. Okay, you can uh, bomb the shit. So anyway, it's uh, it's, it's a lot of... uh, Oh, you can't can't, uh, make improper use of a flag of truce. You can't trick somebody... You can't trick them. What's a, what's camouflage? Yeah, that's what the fuck is camouflage? <laughs> that's why I always I always wondered about you know how people were angry at how like drones. It's like impersonal and nondescript way to attack people. It's like well that ever since you know the the, the Revolutionary War where 
revolutionary soldiers hid in the trees and the redcoats just stood in a line in red coats. Mm-hmm. Like, there, you just started your trickery. That, that began the dishonesty of combat. Yeah, you're not yeah. allowed to deceive. Instead of all standing in a line at either side of the battlefield and yelling charge, you hid in the trees. You already started. That's the beginning of it. And now there's, oh, you can't trick your enemies? What's an ambush? Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> this all seems... I've never read these, and they are very... Uh, these are interesting. Employing poison or poisoned weapons... So you could use bullets, but don't uh, don't put any poison on the bullets. Yeah, you can use bombs. Employing uh, employing but asphyxiation, don't, don't, poisonous or other gases, and all analogous liquids, materials, or devices. Employing bullets, which expand or flatten easily in the human body, so you can't use. This all just seem like everything's a war crime. Mm-hmm. Which it, it says it should be. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous that that's we're still doing that. That's never going to go away. I don't. Okay, sorry, I went down a, a wormhole with this United oh, Nations right. website about uh, war the reason crimes. people. Uh, think Russia might be involved is because uh, apparently the former Soviet Union uh, used microwave, similar microwave weaponry against uh, the U.S. back in the 70s and 80s. Uh, The USSR bombarded the American embassy with microwave beams. So they've done similar stuff before. Of course, uh, they... Russia's denied any knowledge or involvement in these attacks. But, yeah. uh, Every time somebody criticizes anything, <laughs> they disappear. Like, yeah, yeah they got, uh, got a hell of a system over there. Not like we're not doing it here. It's just a little more secret or we willfully ignore but it. I saw, I watched some video where they did like a CGI reenactment. And uh, basically what they think is happening in some of these cases is like... Um, They'll have this, whatever whatever this weapon is, but they'll have it in, like, the back of a box truck, and then they'll park it near, for example, the one in the, uh, in the uh, like ocean. Cuban embassy, the American embassy in Cuba. Yeah. Uh, they think that they backed up a box truck near the hotel and dire- aimed it, pointed it directly up at a particular hotel room where these victims were, and uh, it, it traveled, like, 50 yards, mm-hmm. so it's... I mean, if it has that kind of range, and it can be completely... I think what's scary about this is it can be completely undetected. Like, even a gun, you have to, you know, pull the gun out of the truck and point it at somebody. But but to be able to hide your weapon inside of a truck and just shoot microwaves through the truck, through the building, to, to wherever your target is, like, uh, there's something very uh, intimidating about a weapon that you can't even identify, that you can't even see. It it was an interesting point of like why not just kill your enemy mm-hmm. instead you know reason for let's look up reason for Havana reason for microwave attack. <laughs> Oh, the scientists don't like it, apparently, according to BuzzFeed News. 
Well, now I'm just looking through it. Yeah, why would you like, I think just to fuck with people. Yeah. Because then you're not, maybe you aren't violating something. Well, you didn't kill anybody. It wasn't an act of war. But it's, you know, it's not as harmless as like a propaganda or something like that or disinformation mm-hmm. or like all the manipulation used uh, through uh, Facebook and misinformation. I, I don't know, man. This is a good one. This is actually a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I f- we're obviously just uh, scratching the surface here. There's. There's a lot to uh, to unearth with this topic. A similar something I found in my research this week that's not the same, but maybe remotely related. And I've never heard of this before. But uh, this thing they call voice to skull technology, where if they have whoever's doing this this Havana syndrome shit, if they've if they've figured out the technology how to shoot microwaves through a hotel wall into your room. Uh, there's some some people believe that there's this voice to skull technology basically is, is like mind control and we talked a little bit about that on the MK Ultra mm-hmm. the Montauk project but uh the concept of literally feeding sounds or voices through waves into uh, the subject's brain to where now because that's the old, you know, the old thing of like, oh, I'm hearing voices. Well, first of all, you can't prove or disprove that. Only the person, the person claiming to hear voices, you can't say you're full of shit. But also, mm-hmm. maybe they're hearing voices, but they're intentional. Maybe they're not originating from their own brain. Maybe they're not crazy. Maybe that someone's putting these voices into people's heads. And uh, somebody, one of these articles even mentioned, like, could that be the reason that some of the, some of these mass shooters in recent years have gone on record of saying, ah, a voice told me to do it, or I was hearing these voices. Well, and could this voice to skull technology be used in that manner? That's the old that's son of Sam thing, though. That's just, uh, somebody's yeah. nuts. Somebody's got, got voices in their head because they got the, an illness. Yeah. But, of course, uh, you would assume that a lot of people who claim to have voices in their head do have a mental illness. But what if, what if some of those voices are being put there? That's by some, a microwave. That's some Manchurian candidate shit. I mean, that's yeah, that's crazy shit right there. So now you're talking about can you control? What would it, well, okay? What would it take to have be for you to have them control your mind, Dave? What do you think? Like what? what like what? Like like a, like 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 a smell of a pulled pork sandwich, and that would trigger you <laughs> to where I'll do whatever you tell me to. Yeah, as yeah. long as I get some of that pork. Like it's going from Manchurian <laughs> Candidate into like like some sort of Hanna Barbera cartoon where the smell is wafting over. It's the whatever animal <laughs> floats up to follow the odor. <laughs> And then just floats himself <laughs> right into a sniper rifle pointed at a, a diplomat. Oh my god! Just a fucking Yosemite Sam idiot. Yeah. With a, I want. I mean, I oh, as man. much as like that stuff sounds corny with all like the biotech that's happening, and they're like, mm-hmm. you know, I think something like a cochlear implant to help people hear and all mm-hmm. the I don't put it past that there's a way to finagle somebody's mind 
Yeah. I mean, look at how you can just convince legions of people now with just disinformation and yeah. Facebook campaigns oh, and, and shit like point. that, how you can get people. And then that's the defense of some of the capital insurrectionists is that like, oh, I just got, it was too much Fox News or calling it like Fox, Foxitis or something like, well, I just mm-hmm. watched too much and it influenced me. Like, so you got influenced by how much you just consumed willingly or like the algorithm, like the YouTube algorithms that they keep blaming, like that, that's what will cause somebody to become alt-right is be, or whatever they become, like because the algorithm is slowly pulling people like in a certain direction mm-hmm. and that's just manipulation. Yeah. So you do that combined with some other stuff. Yeah. You think you can, I think you can cook up some some real weirdos through a few of these efforts. Yeah, this is real scary. Just this type of uh, warfare, combat, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But the, the the thought that someone, well, just the the first thing, the Havana syndrome, the 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 concept of someone just zapping me with a microwave and. Now I'm fucking puking well, and got vertigo for the next three years. And, that's, and maybe, that's horrific. Maybe that's why that like, they're not killing them. But it's like, listen, mm-hmm. we're gonna you're gonna do what we say. You're gonna have like you're gonna get a compromised agent or whatever. And like we're gonna do what you're gonna do what we want you to do. Otherwise, we will torture you with this. You don't know where it's coming from, and that's it. So now behave as we say. Although like the the threat of death is always like, well, we'll kill you if you don't do it. I don't know, man. It's a weird one. That's what weird type one, of buddy. what type of common ailment would affect you the most in high quantities? Meaning, if you a simple headache or a tummy ache or whatever, like what, what are you most most susceptible to or vulnerable to? Like, what type of minor common ailment annoys you the most? Well, before I was going to answer that, it's like never underestimate like people's moods, like people that are in chronic pain. Mm-hmm. I've had to like try and pull myself back. I'm like, oh, somebody's being an asshole or somebody's always in a bad mood. It's like well, some people have chronic pain and that yeah. like living with that at all times is kind of insane. Like can definitely affect your outlook on the world. Uh, what would like, You know what? Mos- I had the, uh, mosquito I had bites, the hiccups man. for three hours. Mosquito bites? Fucking mosquito bites. Constantly, it, like, I mm-hmm. I got scars on my legs and everything from them. Because yeah. I just go ape shit, like itching. That, I think that would, I think I would, like, offer up services to uh, relieve that. Like, well, okay, what do you want me mm-hmm. to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's a good one. That would annoy the shit out of me. Um, motion sickness is, or whatever you call it. I'm, a, you know, that's the the common term, I guess. But mm-hmm. like, if I'm riding shotgun in a car, and I look at my phone for more than ten seconds, or read a newspaper for ten seconds, man, I'm yeah. I'm done. I get horrible motion sickness. Just that feeling, whatever that feeling is, like. Where I kind of feel like I'm gonna barf, I kind of have a headache. Yeah. Like that little combination of ailments really. Ooh, and like I said, while well, I go, I uh, one time I had <laughs> the hiccups for three hours. 
that that started to scare me after about the second hours. Like, what's going? Am I? Is this just who I am now? Do I just have hiccups? What happens if you get hiccups, but then you are tired? Like, can oh. you go to sleep if you have hiccups? Like, would they just stop? I don't know. That's a great question. Like the like the body preserves itself, you know, in certain mm-hmm. situations. Like I think maybe that's why they say if you get scared, I don't know, maybe it's because you gasp Aaron quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that helps it. I don't, I'm just wondering if there's like something obvious of like, yeah, just uh, go to sleep and your body won't you'll let you hiccup anymore because because <laughs> you'll you'll die. I had hiccups on the radio one time while I was a DJ. That was that was a fun shift. I literally had to do like three talk, three different talk breaks while hiccuping. I was just trying to get it real fast. New Rock 99X, hey, it's Dave. New music for Pearl Jam. <laughs> just spitting out the I mean, I'm sure that's happened to several people, and it's just like, I got to. Um, <laughs> I, I, I got the hiccups while killing. bagging groceries one time, like for an hour, when I was a teenager, bagging, working at uh, McFarland's Grocery in Canton, Georgia, and just, just hiccuping all over the damn store, annoying customers, annoying my boss. I was like, sorry, man. Can't help it. Just for like an hour. <laughs> that's a good. That's your like office place psychological warfare. Is just pretend to have the hiccups to irritate the shit out of somebody. <laughs> yeah, because what what am I supposed to do? So I'm sorry, I, there's man. There's nothing. I can, there's nothing I can do about. It. I'm sorry. I'm just it's, it's, it's how it is, man. And they can't yell at you. Oh, that's that's the kind of stuff I like. The low level psychological. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! I don't get hiccups too. I'm knocking on wood right now. I don't get them too often. I don't know if like man, I get them a lot. Spicy food does it. I love spicy food, but there's a certain level, and I can always tell when it's coming up. I'm like, oh fuck, here it comes. You're gonna get it. S- certain level of heat makes me hiccup. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's really, really slowing me down. <laughs> I've never had it on stage. Oh, yeah. You ever had hiccups on stage? No, not yet. Knock on wood. Because, again, I think like that's like a... Or, you know, if you have to go to the bathroom or something before you go on stage, like there's this level of adrenaline that kind of allows you to perform the task at hand. Mm Mm-hmm. So maybe adrenaline gets rid of hiccups. Like, yeah, how are you going to be like a... How are you going to be a sniper with hiccups? Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, what is causing the illness? Well, in terms of the uh, X and, X's and O's of what this thing is, directed pulsed radio frequency energy uh, was the culprit found by the National Academics of Sciences, Engineering, and Medicine in a report on the illness commissioned by the State Department. According to the New York Times analysis, the language is crucial. By using words like pulsed and directed, the report was saying the energy wasn't randomly dispersed by a cell phone or other device. It was being aimed directly at people. Mm-hmm. How does one aim energy at a person and who's doing the aiming? The reports that have leaked from the CIA and other agencies have been vague, citing classified information and a need to avoid making unfounded accusations. But after a continuous CIA briefing earlier this month, some members of Congress were more blunt about what they think is going on. Uh, Susan Collins, Senator Susan Collins, said this is a mysterious direct energy weapon that is being used. 
uh, and it's causing, in some cases, permanent traumatic brain injury. That's the other thing. I don't know if I mentioned uh, more than just you know illness. Uh, some of these people have legit brain. I don't know if damage is the right word, you know, in that context, but brain injuries. Like people uh, have gone to the doctor, got the CAT scans or whatever you do to check the brain, and mm-hmm. there's been uh, apparent and obvious damage to some of these victims' brains. So what? Why That's just scary. keep the microwave door open and point it at somebody? <laughs> Man, a couple weeks ago, I caught Katie. <laughs> microwaving some food and she was just staring right at the thing like it was a tv full of cartoons <laughs> i i was like sweetie you gotta back up a little bit I, she's like what oh i used to have a I, I still have the joke but the extended version involved like how i remember the first microwave that we got in our house and like nobody was, it was like in the eighties and nobody was real sure how it worked. And my mom was like, don't stand by it. I'm like, we're going to eat what it's making. I can't stand next to it. How is this healthy? Then? Yeah. Like, yeah. don't, it's the same thing. Don't look at it. Well, why does it have a window? <laughs> just, just, it's just every like, don't go near it. Don't look at it. Don't. Now her new thing, she's afraid of the instant pot that I got. That thing. Oh, God, they're dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> God damn pot. She is uh yeah they they creep me out the microwaves man like I don't mm. like getting near them when they're on I mean but yeah Katie will just the other day she was staring at it like a fat kid window shopping at a cookie shop <laughs> just like just enthralled by what was going on in there and I was well, just like they can't be good it's like magic you're watching the thing get hot with nothing no no uh, no conduction <laughs> element you're just watching something start to bubble out of nowhere it's uh it's mystifying I, I'm sure I mean this is obvious I'm sure there's Got right. There's got to be. It's, it's got to be proven that microwave ovens are are bad for us, right? You're, you're eating radiation. They're, it's radiating well, our food. I think that it's they're not bad. Given how popular, I don't think there's been studies like, oh yeah, we got we all got cancer from the microwave. I think it's what you cook in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody's whipping up something healthy. Whipping up something that's yeah. been. You know, whatever frozen salt cured kind of shit. I'm sure it's the food that you eat out of the microwave. It's like, ah. We haven't had one. Yeah. We moved up here in June. We haven't had one. And uh, it's been fine. I think we got to get yeah, one because we got to heat up the cat food because that picky little bitch doesn't like eating anything room temperature or lower. Oh, Jenny Nooch is a diva. Oh, no, Jenny Nooch has to have. Uh, well, I think what it is, too, I think she's used to that, uh, that live prey. The yeah. warmth of a fresh kill. So something about uh, ah. cold, fancy feast just isn't doing it for her. <laughs> so we got to heat up. A I heat up water. We got one of the the little like uh, electric kettles. So I heat up water and I mix it in there. And that is a smell that you do not enjoy Ooh. first thing in the morning. Oh, oh boy, soupy hot. Fancy feast. Oh, oh that's awful. <laughs> yeah, but well, uh, you know, you know, I, you I know what you would do. Now. You know you, what you would do for your animals, Dave. That's true. That's true. So, now we know she's got special thyroid food. Apparently, hyperactive thyroid, according to the vet. I don't oh. know what it means, but now she gets some food that she's not excited about. I got to throw some feathers. Oh. I got to throw. A, a couple of chicken heads in there just to make her think she's eating all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, a couple I was, of hot chicken heads uh, in there to make her get, get her get her worked up. 
I was so pleased to see that she made the poster. Oh yeah, that's that's super cool. Yeah, that's Sa- cameo in your tour. Samuel poster. Lee Turner. I'm just I just told him like, here's my idea. I know like the whole coming out of the grave thing's a little hack, but you can make it look cool. And he just threw her in there. I was like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> it's so awesome. I love it. Yeah, a little zombie nooch. <laughs> Zombie nooch in there, man. Oh boy! All right. Well, let's let's hope that nobody points this fucking laser beam at us because this would be a horrible way to spend a weekend. Hey, man! I already got diarrhea. All right. (laughs) What are you gonna? Jokes on you! What are you gonna do to me? I already got diarrhea. (laughs) What what are you gonna do to me? I already got. I already got what you're trying to give me, so don't worry about it, huh? Oh. I got lifestyle diarrhea. That is such a, oh, that is such a, f- like, funny thing to say confidently. Yeah, fuck you. I already got diarrhea. <laughs> Kiss my You're soupy late to the ass. Party. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh man. another banger in the books, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Oh boy. What you doing this week? I'm all right. What am I doing this week? Yeah. Uh going going tomorrow to pick up my new dumbbells. Ooh, got, uh, getting pumping some iron. Got uh yeah, upgraded uh to the 40 pounders. Uh no we shit. got uh wow. Katie has every every increment 25 and under. Yeah, and uh, those those twenty fives, you know, I, I I throw those around a little bit, but I need a little more, 40. a little more sauce for this sauce, Daddy. So I got me some forty pound dumbs that I'm gonna start uh, tossing around, and uh, thinking about upgrading my kettlebells too. I'm getting them leaning into it, man. I'm I'm lifting almost every day. I've been lifting. Been watching them Chris and, Pierce uh, videos. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, that guy. He 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 does inspire me, man. That guy's always. Throwing up some, yeah, he's he's tossing some heavy weights around. He's got a nice setup over at his place. I, I don't have uh, any of the big gear yet, just uh, kettles and kettlebells and dumbbells. But uh, yeah, man, just uh, so okay, what, trying to tighten it up a little bit with the dumbbell. Like, or how many how many reps you do with the dumbbells? If you got forty pounds, uh, probably like ten sets of like three to four sets of ten reps, and then I do uh, like I, I'll I'll do like a little circuit. So I'll do like. For example, the other day I was blasting the shoulders, so I'll do uh, like four sets of ten. Well, not not all at once, but I'll do one set of ten of the, of the shoulder presses, and then slide over and do like uh, a set of ten upright rows, like with a kettlebell, where you just you know hold it down at your waist and then pull it up under your chin. Okay. And then uh, then I'll take like maybe the the fifteen or twenty pound dumbbells and do like the weird little arm raises where you raise it you know out to your side but like simultaneously each arm oh, those are, swinging those out. Those are tough, man. So yeah, set of, uh, eight to ten reps. So set of that, set of that, set of that. Boom, take you know thirty second break and then start all over again. Try to do you know four sets, five sets of that. Wow. But yeah, I was thinking I was doing good with my fifteen pound dumbbells. Oh, the reps I was doing are like forty pounds, and you're doing how many? <laughs> I'm like, I wonder if my arms were still uh, looking puny. Big, big beefy sauce daddy, got to throw the weight around. Big beefy you know? sauce daddy, I, I'm I'm mm-hmm. trying to get up to the point where my arms at least look like chicken wings you wouldn't send back. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get to that point. <laughs> oh man, 
I, I fell on my ass hard. We went roller skating Friday night at the parking lot down the street. And Rachel's like, do you want pads? Uh, like, no, I shred. I shred on the bikes. I have pads and roller skating. I <laughs> fell on my ass. I messed up my elbow. I almost cracked my head open. Oh, man. But, yeah. I was trying to do you wear a helmet when you roller skate? No. No? I probably should. Yeah, you well, probably should, they, man. Wears a helmet. You wear a helmet at the roller rink or anything. We're just noodling around in the parking Dude, lot. That does... I just did something stupid. I was trying to do a toe stop, but I was going backwards, mm. so I like did use the toe stops because she got she got me a pair of my own skates. So I was breaking them in, you know. Uh huh. But I did the toe stop. So what happened? Well, I wasn't leaning far enough. I was go- wasn't going fast, but I wasn't going f- leaning far enough forward. So my momentum still put me backwards, even though I was like. You have to point your toes forward to use the stops, you know. Uh, and I just went okay. back. I landed on my ass and my elbow, and I was like, I stopped right there. I'm like, I had I had a ride Saturday. I was like, I'm not trying to risk the thing I like a lot for parking lot roller skates. So I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna sit on the curb and drink a beer and watch you do your twirls. And we'll pick this up. <laughs> we'll pick this up when I don't have any plans. Because apparently, I'm about to get real fucked up on these skates. Oh man. That'd be some shit. If as much as you shred, you, you got taken out by roller skates. Damn roller skates, man. At least at the rink, the rink's wood, you know. Mm-hmm. And again, like I'm like, oh, I fall. I know what falling's like. It's like, yeah, I fall on dirt. <laughs> That's different than just. A I saw uh, you posted. Uh, was it this week or last week? You posted a good uh, uh, mountain bike video. Oh, I put a couple up, man. Yeah. I just want that. I want that validation. Yeah, man. Look like you're doing. Some. You look like you know what you're doing out there, buddy. Yeah, you know it's not. It's not amazing, but it's uh still fun. Try and get other oh, people stoked counts, on the man. sport. Like when people are like, "Oh man, it looks like a good time." It is. Unfortunately, as a it's a pricey sport. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's one, but you know, it's been, hey, hey, stay tuned now. Now that things are back and people are going to work and all the stuff they bought during quarantine, they realize they don't use a lot. Probably going to be mm-hmm. some good deals on, like, recreational equipment, stuff like that. Man, so keep I went over to play it against sports the other day thinking, isn't their whole business model uh, secondhand sporting goods? Yeah. Like, I've bought play it so again. many. Uh, I bought it again. A, yeah. I bought a bunch of good baseball gear throughout the years over there. I went over there looking at dumbbells, and all they had was new, brand new, very overpriced Shit! And I even asked the guy, I was like, uh, "You got any used ones?" He's like, "No, not right now." Yeah, but like they had a everybody whole bought them stock all up. Of, yeah, whole stock of new shit that was seemed overpriced. I was like, I thought I was going to go in there and get me some secondhand shit, but because weights, like especially like cast iron, like dumbbells and kettlebells, like that's the perfect thing to buy secondhand because you can't damage those things. Yeah. But yeah, no. you just got to wait for somebody to give up on their dreams, and then you cash in. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's real. Uh, it's a real Jack Lalane operation over here, man. <laughs> I got. I'll get you in touch with my cousin, who's a personal trainer. He lives down in Hermosa Beach now, I think, or Newport Beach. Oh yeah, you guys can That's go get ripped far. together. Hell yeah, I may have to do that. He's fun, man. He's the guy. Who, he calls me bro and cuz. In the same sentence. <laughs> There's like 53, still jumps off roofs into swimming pools, still just nice long boards down the boardwalk. It's just the most California guy ever. He's a blast. Maresca, the Maresca Way. 
Maresca Fitness, if you want to find him on Instagram. So he's just yeah, wearing, wearing weird tights, telling people how to work <laughs> out from home. He's, he's a good dude. Good for him. All right, man. Well, cool, buddy. Anything to plug? What's, uh, what's man, the first? I'm on that uh, tour, dog. I'm going to be on first that tour. First bunch of dates. What's the first show? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna fly the flag and try and find something in uh, Flagstaff on uh, fly the flag for Flagstaff and try and find something there for the second Wednesday the second and try and find something okay. for Marf on Friday. I'll be like I said, I got a week between Austin and then the first official show is at George's in Fayetteville with Chris Pierce on the fifteenth, right and that's in Arkansas. So I got Fayetteville. And a 16th and Little Rock. I think I've played there. At George's? Yeah, I think that's the place. It's nice. It's got a a real, a lot of wood, a lot of wood interior decor. I love love a warm, warm room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that was. But I'm just going to be riding bikes around Arkansas for a lot. So if you're you're out riding bikes in uh, northwest Arkansas, Bentonville, or any of those parks, say howdy. I'll be out there. Sucking at it. <laughs> Having a good time. Do your thing, buddy. Do your thing. Yeah, buddy. How about you? Uh, no dates yet to plug, you know. My first date still in October, so. so. To let them know now, man. Yeah, gotta... October 22nd, 23rd, Savage Henry Comedy Club, Eureka, California. What people? Tickets probably not on sale yet. But, but... they put it in their calendars. Yeah. Then they can start planning yeah, around it, you know. Yeah, working on uh, working on some other dates, some Pacific Northwest. Hopefully, I'll have uh, Seattle dates, Portland, maybe Tacoma, maybe Spokane. So yeah, I'll keep you posted. Get back out to it, keep man. Get back us here and posted. Apply my trade. <laughs> so. Yeah, dog. <clears throat> All right, man. All right, buddy. Yeah, man. Uh, what? A, oh yeah. Uh, uh, I can't think today. Um, it's a slow one. Patreon. Pa- Patreon.com slash Boogie Monster. Four bucks a month. Uh, be giving away another T-shirt this week. So uh, <laughs> that'll learn yet. Yeah, you guys like T-shirts? We got them. Um, but yeah, <laughs> be, swing them by the Patreon. Uh, got on that Reddit yesterday. Saw some of that food. Yeah, you see what's going stuff, on there man. with everybody? Making man, good stuff out very, there. very inspiring. I didn't know we had such a talented audience. That's why I was telling you to get on there, man. Yeah, man. I, was, I poked around on there the other day. It was good-looking stuff. So uh, big thanks to uh, the folks that are running that operation. We appreciate that. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, man, things are good. <clears throat> good people on there. Stay away from these microwaves. Well, just keep the door closed and don't uh, stare at it. You're fine. That's right. <laughs> it's the whole thing. If the people right, think they got the disease, one guy tried to make his cup of noodles with the door open on the microwave. Now it's <laughs> international espionage. Where uh, where are you physically going to be next uh, Monday? I'll tell you, you know, I'm going to be I'm going to please be at a place where you can kiss my soupy ass. That's where I'm going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to say that one again. I'm sorry. Well, where no, am I? Okay. Where am I? Where? Yeah, are we going to be able to uh, to hook up uh, next week uh, when you're on the road and, and knock out these episodes? Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, well, that, that's off. That's off. Mike. Okay, right. Yeah, it's behind Discussion. The we might have to squeeze one in ahead of time on the weekend. But yeah, then I'll, I'm I'll broadcasting from America for the next five or six weeks. Way to go, buddy. That's how long you're going to be out. 
Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. it's not like I got that many dates, but because it's the van and I got a lot of time off mm-hmm. between shows to do the bike riding and hanging out and getting back to uh, Chicago to see family and friends. Uh, so yeah, I probably won't be coming back till after Fourth of July. Right on, man. Yeah, it's gonna be a while, man. Well, buddy, safe travels out there, man. Thank you, man. And uh, yeah, well, I'll keep you updated from the road. Yeah, buddy, it's exciting. All right. All right, man. Well, you uh, you keep it between the ditches. We'll talk to you next week. You too, man. Get get ripped. Get ripped on them dumbbells. You know it, man. I'm a... The Boogie Monster. Network.